0: It was very, very funny to see that uh, one of the cans of the Shea Cool Ale was uh, broken because it was like kind of those, oh, you know you don't have anyone with you right now and you know you get drunk on three beers. You don't need four. (laughs) I don't need that fourth beer. I don't, the fourth beer would just have me, you know, hollering on the apps, you know? She doesn't need me hollering on the apps.
1: Girl, we don't need you hollering anywhere. (laughs) We need to keep you at a low roar.
2: No hollering hollering from Tony.
1: All I've been doing is hollering
0: on apps, and I'm so (laughs) bored with it. I'm so bored, but I'm (laughs) also so lonely.
3: (laughs) Tony.
4: Tony
0: Soto. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. I'm Tony Soto. <coughs> Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Maxwell, clear that throat, honey. Say hi to everyone.
1: Hello, I'm here. I'm oh, strutting it out. I'm walking a mile, turning it ancient city style. Is that, I'm a, doing ga- it. Is that a gaga lyric? Bob- Babylon gossip, yes. Okay. It is. Um, <laughs> I realized I haven't talked about Chromatica once on this show, and I feel like that is like not gay rights. But You're right. I guess it's, we've had more important things to talk about. But it's true. But it is still
0: Pride. We can't forget that
1: it's still. We're
0: still deep into Pride Month. So here, have your Gaga moment. Go ahead, strut it out. <laughs> gossip. That's gossip. Is that? Have you listened to Chromatica yet? Is so. Uh, Tina Bonito released a song. I guess with it was that song from Chromatica. Babylon, yes. That's from Chromatica. Okay, so yes. it sounds like a song from one of her other albums. So it just all sounds the same to me. And don't but make me did that Did you guy. listen to the album? Don't make me the old person that says, it all just sounds the same. But every well, time. No, I have not did, listened to it. But everything So I've then how heard, do you know it all sounds the same? Because everything I've heard does. Don't that first of all, don't lean in close like you've got me. This isn't getcha. This isn't gotcha interviews, bitch. You, you don't need to got listen me. to the
1: interlude Chromatica two into nine one one, and everything will change. It'll be a different story. so okay, don't you're right until then. You're right. You're then right. Then you can have an opinion once you but, listen. But to you interlude know, I'm not trying to, to sit down and listen 10-1-1-1. to music. You know I'm you not trying. do it trying. on a walk. Go outside. God forbid you, like, en- enrich your life outside. <laughs> this, was beauty and to of, this was I the I did that. It was great. This, this
0: was the beauty of the pandemic. As someone who doesn't really- as a drag queen who doesn't really care for music all that much, this has been really great for me because my audience has widened, but I've not had to widen my library because so many people don't know who I am that they don't know the numbers I do anyway. So it's been amazing for me. I feel like I had a, a drag rebirth as a 40-something-year-old, you know? And
1: everybody forgets that share song until you do it, and then we're all like, fuck, I love that share th- song. Thank God Tony is a woman's world.
0: Do you see how unappreciative you all are about it? See? you, you I,
1: I appreciate it every time. I'm like, I'm a woman's
0: world as well. Yes, but it, it takes me to open that door for you. And you know what? You're welcome. I just want you to know you're fucking welcome.
1: Well, uh, you've also ruined that one weekend song, so I think it kind of like, you know, Kills it, gets like slashed it out. So, it so that catchy. weekend song is ruined, but that share song, I get life too because it's such you, a catchy
0: so. song. Um, how are you? Do you want to tell me anything interesting?
1: I mean, Taco Bay's been gone for left me on Saturday, so I've had my free woman fantasy, another gaga reference. Whoop, whoop. Now, when you say um, left
0: you, does that mean he came to his senses and moved on, or he's on a trip?
1: Yes, he left me all his furniture and dipped. No, he's uh. He's visiting his grandma in New Mexico. He he's is such a, very, a better person than you are. Like all my grandparents are dead. Don't come nice. for me. Like my dad is racist. My mom is an alcoholic. Stories,
0: all of his stories are great. Like he's running marathons with special ed kids. He's visiting family. He's doing all this amazing stuff. He teaches it on Zoom. I'm like, I'm like, God damn it! I hope that's a little just an inkling of that rubs off on Maxwell. It's an inkling. Listen,
1: I went to visit Aunt Sandy once. Since this has all started. So I've done something. Don't come for me. But I've been living my best life while he's been away. I get, I've just been absorbing all the queer content. The new City Girls album came out. I've been living to like uh, legendary, which is so good. Have you watched that? I watched an episode of HBO? that. Yes. Bitch, I that I live for.
0: First of all, that I stand for. Like I love any kind of a dance-off. Any kind
1: of a oh. any kind of a look at me, look at me. You know I'm into that shit, girl. Totally. They could definitely work on some of those judges. I would like by season two maybe a new panel of judges. What, you but, didn't um, think
0: that happy place lady was, was supposed to be there? The happy who, place
1: lady? Who's that? She's the uh, Indian girl. Uh, who, um, i just don't understand what her like how she has any room to speak on ballroom but i don't really know her legacy her career either so i guess but i mean at least like megan the stallion is a performer so she could talk about the performative aspect that guy is a yeah but here's my thing real quick stylist i got ask you this
0: i gotta ask you this is it the or the because it's spelled the and they announce it the and it's annoying if it's the so, um, it's and, the, and, and if she is Megan Thee Stallion, as Megan Thee Stallion, I would be like, no, 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 no. It's they, okay?
1: Not the. I, I second that. Megan, where, where are you? Here's your chance. Here's the mic. Tell us, why do you I let them wanna... call you the instead of the? I think we need an
0: explanation. I don't ever want to misname anybody. Unless her name is Tranica Rex, because that was the name she chose. Okay, I don't give a fuck anymore. And that, all right? I don't give a fuck. Was... You know what? Someone tweeted me and they're like, you shouldn't. Basically, like I dead named her. And I was like, here's the thing about that name. We all told her that name was bad. We all told her that name was bad when she made that name.
1: Okay, so <clears throat> anyway, let's talk yes. about that
0: for show. minute, shall
1: we? I was gonna say that we really should have just like gone with the flow on that last week. <laughs> like that we were like, Tranica, T Rex, T Rex. I mean,
0: you did. I nice. was being too political. I, I was because I was at well, because I was like, I had just gotten that tweet. So I was like, don't call it. She came to her senses about that name. So you shouldn't call her that either. And I was like, all right, well, if we're going to talk shit about her for a whole episode, at least I could do is call her what she wants to be called. But now that she doesn't
1: work anymore, and it's basically going to just be Ben the barista, I'm fine with calling her Trina again. Uh, I don't like that. We need to stop saying that. That shames baristas and people that make baristas aren't bad people. I saw that tweet. I saw that people.
0: But sometimes bad people have to become baristas because of the decisions they make, bitch. But it doesn't make her less of a person because she is a
1: barista. She's a bad person because she's a racist asshole, not because she puts oat milk in your iced coffee. Yeah, but she'll just be a
0: racist putting milk in your coffee. Now, here we go. Let's talk about this real quick. Because Chicago, you know, I'm very proud to have my roots in Chicago. Um, although there are definitely plenty of people out there that think I need to keep my opinions to myself. Um, we had a this Chicago- is your show. Well, yeah, and also on social media. Like I've gotten, a, I've gotten a couple of emails lately being like, you don't live here, you don't know it, you don't know the stories. And I was like, well, first of all, I for sure remember uh, when Shea Coulee came to my house in tears about a certain fucking number that was pitched to them by uh, Tranica Rex. So, you know, I was fucking there, you know? And, and, And the thing is, it's like, yeah, I've been in LA for five years now, almost six, but what people, and especially the internet doesn't know, is how long Tranica had been in power I put that in quotes, in power in that city. Like, literally, she's a mediocre drag queen surrounded by upcoming famous drag queens. uh, And she recognized that immediately. She's like, I've got no talent. I cannot bring anything to this. I look like a weird man in a dress. At the beginning, this is the beginning. I mean, granted, her skills never got too far, but she did look different. Um, But, you know, it's like, it's like, we... She knew she had nothing to offer, so she had to create this. I'm an MC motif. I'm a comedian. Ooh, but I'm an insult comic. No, girl, you're just a mean fucking boy from Florida whose daddy didn't pay any attention to him. Like that's basically what it was. And so you brought that kind of hostility and that kind of fucking pain and anger to us to a different city and you get got some power and you used it badly. And and you made it so that my best friend had to share that story at a fucking amazing town hall. Let's give it up for mm-hmm. fucking Lucy Stool and the Black Drag Council that and started. Shimmy LaRue. Shimmy LaRue. The, she like, was
1: I would listen to her tell me anything. She was great.
0: But you know, I've I've had a long uh uh friendship with Shay and I love her very much. <laughs> and uh, you know. I knew she was going to be famous. I knew she'd get on the game show from the beginning. And at one mm-hmm. point during our friendship, she had told me how she was going to start having babies. Mm-hmm. And I just remember it was the first time I ever looked at her in the eyes and said, think about your figure, girl. You don't need no babies. <laughs> there's a lot of baggage. They're going to weigh you down. You're going to get bulky up top. It's just going to-
1: And fun. you're not a family-oriented person at all anyway. You know, so listen, I made, like...
0: a, I made a biological baby and I barely talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Her. But granted, she was
0: a gift to lesbians. Uh, and and, and honestly, I mean, it's probably a gift to her. You don't talk to her either. So and, and Shay's talent is a gift to give to babies. So here's what I thought, you know, I thought because one thing that Shay had brought brought up when she got to confront Shay Coulay, was she brought up that, look, yeah, you said that we were cool after I got off the game show, after you tried to single-handedly, you know, blacklist me from an entire city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You realized you lost, so you had to, you had to kiss my ass and you had to tell me that I was great finally and you had to put me on this shit. Um, but that doesn't mean anything because you're holding up my fucking babies. And so I decided, well, let's have fucking Shea Kool-Aid's babies on the show so we can talk about what an awful mother she is, right? Let's just get it out there. Let's just lay it out there. wouldn't that be funny if that was like the, the switch of the show? <laughs> it <was> like... <laughs> if it was just a roast of Shea kool Yeah, we're like, let's just talk about it. She broke that
1: one beard, now let's just go from there. Right. I mean, I was gonna say the show hasn't started yet. Let's see how it goes. We've put it out <laughs> in the universe. It could get real dark. I've well, seen listen, everybody smoking weed. Listen,
0: what led me to tell her to look for her figure was the very first baby that she brought into her life. Let's give it up for <laughs> the very first child of Miss Shea kool Kenzie kool Kenzie hello
4: hello Tony Soto Silver Lake
1: icon legend and star oh god she is from out of town (laughs)
0: listen (laughs) this is she's she's the eldest Kool-Aid for a reason she's the she's the one baby that I've met so far and so she knows how to treat her auntie she knows she knows how to handle her she knows she's (laughs) she knows she's difficult old moody welcome to the show Kenzie
4: Hello. Thank you for having us.
0: Oh my God, I'm thrilled. I'm okay. thrilled. I can't believe it's There's, taken. I can't believe it's taken another Chicago scandal to get you on this show.
4: You know, it's been a long time coming. There's been a lot of, lot of tea brewing.
0: Yeah. I could, how how are, a are you? To unpack. How are you holding up with the isolation? Just to start, how's the isolation treating you?
4: You know, it's it's really great that I live with my sisters now in isolation. So, um, every day is you know, as fun as we can make it. Like, we're just as productive and, like, funny as possible, keeping everyone on our toes and shit, you know.
1: Are you still in New York?
4: No, I actually moved back to Andersonville. Where? Um, um, three weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Fine. How long and were
0: you in New York for?
4: It was about eight months. Girl, and why how would did... you
0: up and leave Chicago? What was that decision for?
4: You know, I just wanted to see some something else i wanted to explore the city there without a a set time frame i wanted to kind of like get lost explore and like see what what the world would unfold for me you know like i was curious did you enjoy yourself i did i really did the museums the culture there is so beautiful the public space everyone it, like it's so diverse. It it really seems like a different planet. Like the way everyone just flows together. Yeah.
0: Are you happy back in Chicago though? I mean, you sound I you sound, am, you, sound, you, you, sound know, a, you sound a little nostalgic for it.
4: Like, yeah. You know, I miss my friends. Ultimately, like, if I could have that whole universe there with my friends in it, that would be paradise. But we can't have it all, so it's a now, matter of like preparing ourselves for like the next step because we're on to like, a new era.
0: Now, Kenzie, you are the first of the Kool-Aid Daughters. Now, how long were you doing drag before uh, you met Shea Kool-Aid?
4: Actually, it was about three months or so. I met her at Queen at Smart Bar, and she was with Beverly Lately, and they had on these plastic surgery looks. Yeah, I walked I don't were you there, Maxwell?
1: <clears throat> oh no, Queen was too fun of a party for me. I was asleep, no. <laughs> but I remember seeing it on Instagram. Wait. It was my favorite wait. way to party.
4: Definitely an iconic like look. But I I just walked up to her and was like, "Hey, you're fucking gorgeous. Like, what is your name?" And she, I I had no idea she was doing drag for like 3 years prior. I w- <laughs> I had no idea who she was and then, you know, I I think 2 months later She was casted to the show and we were just, we hit the ground running. That's when I, the (coughs) first year I met you all in LA was her drag con.
0: So it was like, uh, did she ask you to be her daughter before she went to the show or was it like after she had gotten done with that?
4: Yeah, she asked me before. Um, I really just started drag and it was about two, two months before she actually got the call back. So it was just something like a a bond that we were just fostering together and then it it got serious really fast you know um but that's that's what Kool-Aids do like i i think the the idea of a cool like a coolay is like someone who's like branding themselves vigorously you know a business person and that's the mindset like we i we had to go to immediately like right into my drag career
0: yeah, I mean, there, there, there are definitely moments when I look at Shay and I thought, oh, bitch, you think a lot. Cause like, that's what she was doing the whole time. Every season that she watched parts. the one she got on, you know, she was thinking, she was watching, she was learning about how those shows run. And you know, she's playing in the game right now. And honestly, justice for fucking that uh, Golden Girls room. Cause that was the better room.
1: Um, I, uh... I mean, were we watching the same episode, the judges I, and I? I'm I don't a little know. Confused. Like,
0: like, like, is is are one of those two girls going home next week or something? Did they need to get a win in something because they didn't even get a win? They just got the better room, and that was a lie. Anyway, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to like you know, trump on that. I part.
4: really, I blame the writing, honestly. I'm always,
0: <laughs> always blame the writing. Um, so when when. Uh, so when you when you when you found out who she was, because I love that you didn't know who she was when you met her, um, neither did I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then you realized who she was. Like how how daunting was it to be asked to be her daughter?
4: You know, um, for me, it's it really wasn't that daunting because I didn't really understand how everyone else felt about her. I was just creating my own relationship with her like exploring that all the pressure kind of happened on the side like I wanted to I wanted to do competition which brings up T-Rex but like um T-Rex was at the at the you know the beginning where the, the girls start where like we have to compete in crash landing and that's where I started with everyone else. Oh, you like, did? You were one of the Crash yeah, Landing. Yeah, I ready. totally did Crash Landing. Um, c- cycle seven.
0: Before you were uh, a Kool Aid or before? Uh, this
4: was about like three weeks <laughs> into being a Kool Aid, actually.
0: Oh, I bet Tranica loved yeah. that.
4: You know, it is what it is, but I mean, did you win? You know, did you I win? Was, I tied for third with Alma. Um, it was Lucky Stiff and Eva Styles in the top two, and Eva Styles won. <laughs>
0: yeah um wait wait wasn't it eva envy who beat fucking shea kool-aid at roscoe's so many years ago
4: wait that was eva
0: envy did yeah yeah so many evas coming for the kool-aids uh listen let's take a quick break (laughs) when we come back because we have we have two more kids to fucking meet yet this girl has just been popping out the babies um so let's take a quick break when we come back we're going to meet uh bambi All right, we are back with the show. And we are talking to Kenzie and now. um, uh, So far, I think proven to be the most outspoken of the young Kool-Aid daughters. Uh, I've got, I've I've not met this, uh, I've not met the the younger ones um, personally as of yet, but. Our next guest makes a huge splash online, and since the town hall has been very outspoken with the Black Lives Matter movement in Chicago,
2: uh, let's give it up for Bambi Kool-Aid. Hello, Bambi Banks Kool-Aid! Hi! Good Good morning, y'all. How's it going?
0: Welcome, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you. So nice Um, to meet
1: you. I'm so excited to have you. I follow you on Twitter and you are the light of my
2: timeline. So, Please, no. Please do not encourage my behavior on Twitter. It is not okay. (laughs) (laughs) I will retweet it all day. (laughs) I think it's
1: perfectly fine. I need something like that in my life. So I'm so glad to have you here.
2: Thank you so much, Maxwell. Thanks for having me, guys. This is so much fun. Now you are the second Kool-Aid in the dynasty, in the Kool-Aid dynasty. I am um and, and and relatively recent like 2019 right it right yeah yeah oh it was like last year around november it was the yeah. one bit of
0: good news that happened in
2: 2019 i think no it, it's been a year. It's 2018 because oh, I went shit. to her birthday party. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was like late 2018, early 2019.
1: Yeah, because you guys did those Christmas photos. That yeah. was when I oh, had that's heard right. of you. That's those
2: right. That's The
1: very iconic baby Kool-Aid and <laughs> Bambi Kool-Aid Christmas photos. Featuring that bitch upstaged
2: me so much. <laughs> <laughs> Damn dog.
1: I mean, she's rowdy. I I mean, I, just let her have it. You know what I, I, I mean? I literally
2: keep getting put into pictures with her because even the one that they just released for Vogue where like all of us are in it I'm like the only one in the picture with baby and everyone's like baby ate her up they slayed her (laughs) and I'm like I'm so sick of this damn dog
0: (laughs) so how long have you been doing drag and are you from Chicago originally
2: no so originally I'm from Houston Texas and I moved here I think in 2012 to go to college uh graduated and started drag around like 2007- so I've Where would you doing go to school? Oh, I went to school at DePaul University for
0: cool. acting Ooh, So fun
2: <laughs> that, I love that area of Chicago too over there, it's what so you pretty to, what,
0: what did you go to school for in, at DePaul? Uh, acting Oh my god, did you make nice. it
2: through? I
0: did. Yes. (laughs) No, guys, no. Listen, if you're not from Chicago, and if you don't know DePaul, listen, that's a big thing. That's a conservatory. They could throw you out if they didn't like you, because I went to Columbia College, and that is where all the rejects from DePaul went, the ones who... (laughs) The ones, got, the ones who got they isolated. had a 90
1: percent acceptance rate how could you not go to columbia that's why i went there it's the only school i applied to literally i was like i know where i'm going They're like, somebody oh, told have- me they didn't check act scores and i was like take my resume how do you think i got in there girl i was
2: like i don't have a <laughs> birds of a feather diva i love it so what got you into drag um what's crazy is that i used to watch drag race in like college and things like that and my first drag show um which was hosted by t-rex oh my god she's oh my just god, that's right?
0: literally your mother that's literally mm-hmm. your mother right now <laughs> facetiming me uh, i love it
2: what a fool i cannot um, with her four, girl. hold on
0: one second hold on For i'm sure. so sorry <laughs> act four, girl. I- i'm literally doing a show right now with your daughters <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just was trying to return the phone call to my friend. So, excuse me. I Maybe, could
0: okay. not believe you didn't trust them enough to actually stay out of this call.
2: Kool-Aid behavior.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Babies. Hi, daughters. Good morning.
0: Wait, wait, we haven't introduced them all yet. You're really fucking up my flow. I'm sorry to fuck up your flow. I mean, legally, I can't be doing this anyway. You're not getting cut out. Listen, I love you. I'll I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. I'll call. I'll hit you up in a bit, though. Okay? All right. right, Bye. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What a... Wow. I'm not getting taken out of that. Just so she knows. Fuck me, H1N. I do don't owe them nothing. Period. As far as (laughs) I'm concerned, that was a prank call by some crazy person. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so you
1: started. How did track... you meet? Yeah, go ahead. How did you meet Shay?
2: Um, okay. So I like was in college and T-Rex was hosting the show. And oh, it I all that stems
0: was... back to T-Rex. doesn't Yeah.
2: Well, that was the first time that, cause Shay was actually in the show. So that was the first time that I had seen her. And then uh, the next year she had done a makeup class in my college that I attended, which was like, I think the first time that we ever spoke. And then I really met her as Bambi, uh, I think a week before she went to Drag Race. Like, yeah, cause we were in a show together. We literally did one show together. Um, and then she was on Drag Race, like the next day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we had like kept in touch for like a year or so and actually i was really close to kenzie before i got close to shay um me and, and kenzie hmm?
1: i was gonna say is that what inspired because you used to be bambi banks and then you became bambi banks Aid,
2: right yes yes because Kinsey, how
0: long did you know bambi before uh before she became i became
2: Kool-Aid. a coolie
4: I think it was about a year and a half, I feel
2: yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were friends
4: for a while, or about a year.
2: We all. started hanging out during that, uh show Soju did, like that was like the, and I was like five months into drag at that point. Right, yeah. um, where Soju's was
4: competition.
1: Soju's sh- show?
2: Soju, it was online on Soju's uh, channel. Oh, it was right. the, uh, okay. What was that bar next to Smart Bar? The G-Man Tavern G- or t-
1: Yes, G-Man Tavern. Shots with
2: Sohu. Um, Yeah, it was wild.
1: How how did Shea approach you
0: to be one of her her children?
2: Um, She, it was not a question. It was more of a demand, actually. (laughs) So we went, me and Kenzie uh, were hanging out that day and we decided to go to her uh, Lush campaign situation that she had downtown for Lush uh, in the mall or whatever. At Water Tower. Yeah, it was like a meet and greet situation. And so we decided to go. We were chilling. They were like, just wait till, uh, till the end of the line and, like, we'll get you a picture and, like, a little get- a goodie bag and all that stuff. And we're like, okay, lit. So um, we finally get to, like, take our picture and we get our goodie bags and – Kenzie's like, oh, I want an autograph picture. And so she's like, okay. Um, So she signs one and then she gives one to me and I read it and it says, uh, to my newborn. And then she was like, I expect a name change in a week. So. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I love that. Oh, I love that.
0: Well, listen, and then there were three. She just made yet another child, the youngest of the Kool-Aids. Lord Jesus. Let's Thank also you. introduce
3: Chloe Kool-Aid. Hello, Chloe. Greetings and salutations <laughs> from Beijing, China. How may I help you? <laughs> Hi, Chloe Polyak <laughs> Kool-Aid. Yes, that, that's, that's a lot. That's the youngest say, yeah. of the kool So what Tranica show did you do that you met Shay at? Oh, bitch. let <laughs> me tell you, it, I had a soft launch and then I had an official launch to my drag career. Ooh. And the soft launch, I did Roscoe, just to like test the waters to see if I was like a, a the good Tuesday
0: show. The Tuesday show, the free to yeah, lay
3: show. T- yeah, that one. I'm and the
0: free to lay show. I know it. Did she, oh, yes.
1: she still do that? She still to Prior to Pandy, was she still hosting that? Yes.
3: I think Pierce. so. Good for her. Go on. Sorry. It's, no, you're fine. And so I show up, and of course, free lay wasn't there, and T-Rex was filling in. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, my first time in drag, here I am uh, meeting T-Rex, and then, like, a year later, I think I finally gave it a go-ahead, and I did crash landing, and everything has just, like, been non-stop since.
0: And you, you're, the, you're the youngest of the kool You're recent. How soon or how long ago did you become a Kool-Aid?
3: Uh, two weeks ago. Oh shit!
0: <laughs> <Somehow>. <laughs> we have an yeah, embryo, everybody—an okay. embryo. Yes, but
3: since wow. it's was Wow. Yeah.
0: How long have you have you been doing drag uh, before Shea Coulee approached you? Uh,
3: since two thousand eighteen, so about like two years. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that relatively the same amount of time that you guys were all doing drag before she found? Well, no, I guess. No, uh,
4: I was um. I was three months in and i think it's been like four years now
2: i was so. uh a year in when she adopted me
3: i'm um, two years
2: <laughs> two years okay so, <laughs> so
3: so
1: you guys do the unfriendly black hotties party at uh splash which is super yes. fierce you guys had Lucci yes. v come
2: yes my queen we fun fact
1: Luchi V used to shop at my American Apparel and that I used to manage and me and her are like this I love love Luchi V (laughs) Do you know who Luchi V is, Tony Soto? I don't know who Luchi V is
3: Do you
0: watch Bad Girls Club? I do not watch Bad Girls Club, no. You I, I, I just, ca- do you have an internet,
1: do you have a assumed, Tumblr account?
0: I assume that, <laughs> that it was some sort of a reality television person. Um, but no, I, I don't watch a lot of reality t- But I am interested, first of all, what is Splash? And uh, <laughs> second the of all. The club formerly no. known as mini bar. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, I
2: don't know why I labored under the illusion that, that, that your party was at Berlin. Um, because I have worked at Berlin like for I think I worked at Berlin for like two to three years producing parties, uh with a queer pride, but Unfriendly Black Hotties is like its own separate thing that Yeah, tell us made. about that. Tell us about that party. Unfriendly Black hotties was made by me and my sister. And Miss Toto, our good good friend from Miami, who moved to Chicago. We love Miss Toto. Love we Ms. stand, Miss Toto. Ms. Toto. <laughs> She'll be
0: on the show in July, everybody. So my queen, yeah. um, my first Tumblr
2: boyfriend okay so we basically thought that th- it was just like time for uh more black queens to take up space on the strip um we saw that splash needed uh more programming to you know keep their bar afloat so you know we lended them an olive branch showed up and showed out period <laughs> like... yeah. the party looks great yeah mm-hmm. thank you. never thank skips you. a beat Always always it really doesn't. It's always packed and we always have a good time. No matter what day it is, they always show out for us. So, mm-hmm.
0: Chloe, did you have any
2: reservations
0: coming into the Kool-Aid dynasty at all? Like uh, when you, when you were approached?
3: Um I have to Google what reservations means uh, in this <laughs> in this context. Cause like I know what a reservation is, but
0: like um were you apprehensive? Did you
1: have oh,
3: okay. so Smaller you words, Tony.
1: Concerns. There bro. you go. See millennials um, here.
3: Come on. That helps. concerns. Um, That's why I'm here, guys. Con- uh, <laughs> thank you. I needed that. <laughs> so I wasn't necessarily like um apprehensive about coming to the family i think that it just it happened so quickly for me because it went from being just like oh i just casually hang out and then next thing you know it was like hey this is your name in my phone and i was like oh
2: <laughs> yeah okay. she uh, loves a surprise birth she loves she a i didn't know it i was, was pregnant
0: she's oh, she, she, she took that from beyonce you know since i was like <laughs> uh, so those daylight it- albums that come out of nowhere that's where she got that shit she loves a good surprise
1: it's just cuz she's so legendary. She just knows you already want it. So she's just like, by the way,
3: I know and here you go.
2: Right? <laughs> Very much that.
3: I don't, <laughs> no. I don't think any of us really planned for it, which was so no. interesting. <laughs> so no, I, I, I want to know I'm
0: Sure you
1: wanted that.
3: <laughs> I want to know
0: uh what are your thoughts on did she share the stories of the struggles that she had uh like within the whole Rex Scarlet fucking early years. Did she share what stories with you?
2: Yeah. When you guys came? Um yeah. She I mean definitely I think that a big part of uh her raising us is her like, you know, warning us about what to what we're gonna face when we do, you know, go up in the Chicago scene because there are always new challenges and new people to like basically um, hold you back uh, when you're a black performer. Um, So that's why this whole like drag council and drag committee is happening now because we've seen the hoops and all the things that Shay had to jump in order to get just a little bit of respect in Chicago. And it took being on TV for people to actually realize how amazing she is, which is, just crazy (laughs) you know respectful I mean I'm gonna tell
0: you I'm gonna tell all all you now that like it was an obvious turn of events from Shea Coulee being on all the posters to Shea Coulee being on none of them Mm mm-hmm and Being the ones
1: at hydrate for face
0: yeah and and then she had to and, and you know it was like when we had pearl on uh maxwell a couple of weeks ago and she was talking about i had to create my own fucking party in order yeah. to do stuff and that's where face came in you know that's because shay had to start a party at hydrate so that she could fucking have stage yeah. time after that did fresh
4: face her competition
0: me he too yeah. I, I did it too <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't yeah, a fresh face, but I came in and I did a number.
2: Um, <laughs> I mean, that's exactly why we had to create hotties, too. It's like nothing had really changed at that point. Like, people aren't like, necessarily like jumping to give every black girl an opportunity so we have to like make space for ourselves and that's exactly why we made the hotties and the hotties only is a party only produced by black people, so. <laughs>
0: can, can I ask you, and, and this is for all three of you, tell me why you think that is, like why you think that, and, and you, can, you, you can stick it to your scene alone, like we don't have to generalize the yeah. entire, but, 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 well, but, but just know Chicago's problems are the, wor- are the world's problems too in the gay community, it, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. just exist in Chicago. So, True. but but why is it, what is it about black faces that that they don't think, we stand black performers when we watch them on stage, like every yeah. time.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I think it also has to do a lot with trying to appease your white audience because Chicago is, or specifically Boys Town is so like saturated with white gay energy and not even like healthy white gay energy just like people who are ignorant to the world and decide that you know pop culture is the most important thing that they need to know about when it's like yes it's nice to know about pop culture but also there are other things happening in the world Um, and so they think that they see these white queens and that they can relate to them more because I don't know for some reason you can't look past someone's skin color Uh, and a lot of bar owners and managers only work with white queens because I truly don't understand it uh it takes like having to prove yourself time and time again to like just get anybody to take you seriously or at least that's how it felt before you know this drag committee um we often have to explain the microaggressions that are given to us by our friends even uh the amount of times that i've told like i'm much like you tony i've told my friends a million times that tranica was racist i told them everything that i had said in that town hall i had said before to my friends for two to three years now and no one's listening until we actually had to have a town hall about it like that's crazy so people just like ignore a lot of things and just tend to like go with what the majority is doing no one really is Mm -hmm. like thinking or having opinions for themselves or actually like you know, measuring people's talents for themselves—they're just going with whatever <laughs> Tranna was saying.
0: Chloe, where are you from yeah.
3: originally? Uh, I'm from Chicago. So
2: you're well, from Chicago. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm.
0: so like you've seen it for—I—I I, I think like—and honestly, I—I I love Chicago, but I feel like it's just blatantly a racist town, like.
2: you're right. (laughs) Yeah, it's like built for segregation and like it's I mean, honestly, coming from the South, it it was kind of shocking to even move to Chicago and realize how segregated it was here and how they like kind of operate. Like, it's wild because you would never see something like that in Texas. Like I live uh, in a cul-de-sac with people of every race literally on my block. And that is just not the thing here. Like you walk into restaurants here and you're the only black person. And that is frightening. <laughs> See, <laughs> like, no matter where you go. Listen, I've taken your mother to my hometown before, and
0: I've and and, and I mean, I I, I you got to thank her for her bravery because I it was it's a scary moment, you know. And, and, and this is the thing too. This is what I want to like call into the whole uh, uh, town hall that happened recently. That uh, I'm telling you, I was all and up you on. You spoke those- eloquently, at, uh, You were so great. Yeah, oh, thank like, you. I was all up in that chat box.
1: We saw Diva.
0: I was chat. I was I was I was doing all that shit. Because and here's what I just think that because Tranic is not working anymore. Ben the Brief. As of as of this moment, uh she has been let go from both Roscoe's and uh berlin which and in and milwaukee yeah. oh milwaukee. And, yeah and milwaukee and, and honestly <laughs> i don't know what she's done all these years anyway i i just and this is just tea. like she, she's not funny like she I I, I I listen every time i see how many followers she has and how many i have i feel there's an injustice um but we cannot that's coattails she was on all those because she had a lot of famous friends but let's we cannot we can applaud the bars right now but we cannot let the bars off the hook or we have because you can get rid of one shitty MC, but those bars i'm telling you i worked at some of those bars Mm -hmm. and when i worked at those bars like roscoe's literally had off-duty cops working the door on their payroll so, I don't know if they were on their payroll, but they were working their door, you know. Uh, and, and honestly, Greg was one of, it was a really, really nice guy to me, anyway. But, like, there was aggression that happened at Roscoe's uh, due to race. Every pride, you know, every fucking market days, all that shit. So, we, mm-hmm. Tranic has been a problem for a long time, but the bars have been a problem for even longer. We cannot forget that.
1: She was basically just a poster child for their system. So totally, now you gotta go inside and take it down there too.
4: Yeah, the issue really does extend like further than just the show hosts. Like, um, like the bar owners and the the security they hire—they're all, you know, they have their prejudices built up within. You know, it's all in the foundation of this entire strip like that we have so it's not just like the one person and, and I wouldn't no even
2: answer. like applaud them on firing like T Rex and Cat mm-hmm. it sh- Y'all should have fired them a long time ago when this shit was happening and nobody was saying anything. Like it doesn't oh my take God. Any- exactly.
3: It is literally
2: it- does not take somebody like else having to like have a whole town hall for you to know that she was awful. People who pretend and say that they didn't know that she was this awful racist person, not I won't say even this awful, op- she- just a racist person, <laughs> is wild to me because like. How are you not experiencing the same person that I'm experiencing? Like she tells these mm-hmm. awful dad jokes everywhere. So what are you talking about? <laughs> we right. just talk mm-hmm. about so fucking cat's
0: ass. Showed her whole ass. How cat's ass. Was Listen, I think the cat has, has been on the Tony Soto show. I think once. I, I, I only think.
1: once because I told you uh, I didn't want her to come back.
0: Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like I never liked her face. I'd never met her in real life, but i have never liked her face. And I will tell you, she showed her. Hall ass, and I was like, "Yep, I knew it. She's just a fucking theater girl. Just theater girl. Mm -hmm. That's what she is. She's just, she's just like every theater girl who didn't make it. Uh, No, she's um, a film
1: and TV girl. Remember, that's what she said."
0: whatever um <laughs> i didn't know anything about the foot stuff i was like that sounds like the
2: bar issue
0: to me you know it was
2: literally the bar's issue and that's my issue with these like these managers like who is going to be held accountable for that like why is cat the only person being punished for that when it's literally the bar's job to like deal with these type of lawsuits and issues mm-hmm. like Listen, if whoever a, was managing needs to be fired. Period. As a show producer myself, if there's
0: something spilled on the floor, I always think about my feet first. So I make sure that spill is cleaned up. That. And I yeah. always clean it. Yeah, I'm an old bitch. I'm not trying to
2: slip and break a foot either. I know that drag doesn't pay money. I don't even know why you would run on a stage with food on it. Like that don't even make sense. But
3: this is but this is also coming from the person who puts herself I've watched her put herself in situations that aren't the best. And I feel like she does it to gain some type of, uh, oh, this is how much I love what I do and this is why you should respect me. And it's like, no, nobody's telling you to go out in like the middle of winter and pour a bucket of water on you to do a number and be barefoot outside and then- I don't even know what that oh, nonsense is. Is that real nonsense?
2: To- no, yeah. this is real. Yeah. This was witnesses. a real number.
3: Like it was. Uh, I think it was in the
2: middle of October because we did, like, a... Uh, no, race. it was like, snowing. It was snowing. It was so snowing? It, like, yes. it could
0: have been October.
3: If it was it, let's face it, you're in, you're in Chicago. It could have been... It October. Was, October. Oh, my God. I mean, she's done a number, like, a thousand times, so no not tell her. But uh, it was just, <laughs> like, why do you put yourself in these situations and then tweet about, like, Oh, I almost... Got pneumonia for this number. It's like stop. Nobody's telling you to do that. You know what I mean? Like she does these things for attention. Like I performed on a dangerous stage. Like no, you were being stupid. Get out of (laughs) my face. No. All right. Answer me
0: this, Kool Aid daughters. Answer me this. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Tranica's out. Tranica has these shows. Do these shows continue with new hosts or do we end Tranica's legacy, dismantle those shows and create new things because the bars are going to be opening up fresh with new stuff anyway. What are your thoughts on that? Because here's the thing. I don't think, I, let me get my opinion. I don't think y'all should be fighting for hosting that bitch's shows. I think X, Y, whatever, fucking Z or fucking Crash Landing, whatever, what have you, they need to go. They just need to go and new things need to happen. But what do you guys think about that?
2: Um, well, a lot of those shows, this is also the crazy thing about Tranika. A lot of the shows that are her big show, she never actually created. So exactly, Drag mm-hmm. Dragnetnet is not her show. Um, nope. Crash Landing is not her show. And I don't even know if XYZ is her show. So I definitely, like- I mean, like, it's a nineties party. Yeah, Nico <laughs> is the original creator for Crash Landing. So uh, I'm sure that she will continue with the new host. Um, Drag matinee, I'm not sure if Berlin will even be there. So who knows what's gonna go down with that. And then um, XYZ is probably going i'm assuming gonna be a different program just because like the party was already played out to begin with and that's facts quote me on it
1: <laughs> well it went from a 90s party to a mm. millennial party like it's, they ran out of 90s things to do so they were like okay do 2000s i guess as
2: well literally not even that it was like ni- no. like apparently the bracket and the only reason i know the bracket is because trying to contrive me one day but uh apparently the bracket is 1994 to 2004 and if you if you were born or if you ever listened to that like era there is nothing to perform but britney spears and i refuse to do slave for you i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) can
0: i ask you how it felt to hear tranica tell the internet um about the uh costumes the wigs and shit like that to be like can we just can we just that? put
2: it out for what? Like why you put everybody else under this pressure and now you can't keep up with your own like pressure? That's wild to me. Do you think how she, she got it? So much or money do you think and she's never still
4: wearing couture? Like, how yeah. are you never bring it Like she wears drinks? like
2: like mini dresses and makes a thousand dollars a night at minimum. Like, what? <laughs> that makes no sense. Wait, she <laughs> makes what? Girl, I'm really not about to break this math down for you, but I will. So Drag Matinee, <laughs> Drag matinee, drag Matinee at capacity would make Tranica uh, $3,000 at minimum at, or at maximum. So she takes that money. Pays the performers, has about seven to eight performers, like $125 each, and then she pays for her guests. So assuming that she pays for plane tickets and an airplane, uh, or an airplane that I'm going to budget that as $1,000, and paying her, her cast, that's another $1,000, plus her stage managers and her DJs, um, she's left with $1,000 every Saturday at a packed house, and her Period. show was packed for a year. <laughs> uh, like I'm and not doing it because I work at Berlin like I like I wish they would tell me something and different not like <laughs> that
4: it's just a matter of of controlling six shows we counted them out yesterday together we tried to like create a mental list of all the things that that this person was profiting off of like at all these different locations annual events weekly and it's just pocketed money that
0: it's like listen yeah, it's, she it's manipulated senseless. the coattails of all of the girls who got on the game show that were and a lot of them came out of chicago you know what i mean
2: like she literally did what trixie did to katia it was it's the same blueprint and trixie you next girl hope you listening <laughs> <laughs> bloop
0: what? Does drag have problematic roots? Abso-fucking-lutely, it sure does. But now it's commercialized, and now it's out there. And so now, at this point, people have to own their shit. And, I mean, the days of bullshit, lame-ass, cheap fucking racial jokes, like, like, uh, shamey jokes on the mic. Things that aren't smart aren't acceptable. And, like I said, I just never looked at Tranica and was like, oh, there's someone who I want to be friends with like and this is my thing well we were never like she didn't she didn't we didn't get on well pretty much immediately like there were we we tried very loosely because all of our friends uh knew each other Mm -hmm. same i I was also not necessarily like i was doing my own drag at my own events and not so much i did maybe two or three of tranica shows so yeah like other than that i was a self-made lady doing my own stuff Yeah,
2: I pretty much didn't like her from the beginning, but she needed me, so that's just what it was.
0: I
4: really just stepped out. I just, you know, had my weekly party and decided not to work with her.
2: Like, me and Tranica always kept a a very healthy distance from each other, even though she, like, infiltrated my whole friend group. Um, Loey, did you have a relationship with Tranica
3: like that? it was very weird. I wouldn't say we were close at all. Cause I mean, I don't think she's close to anybody to be honest. Um, but we had like a, uh, I guess a mutual respect for each other. Um, but I think knowing what I, or I know from talking to Bambi before um, getting closer to her, it definitely made me keep on high alert of how she is because a lot of newcomers, who don't know T and haven't worked with them they see her as this big figure like she hosts all these shows and so on and so forth so it's easy to be intimidated by her but the more I like became friends with Bambi and like worked with her I was like oh my god like this all started to check out so I started to keep her at a a good distance to where I could still show up and make my money and do what I needed to do but also like um keep an eye on her (laughs) when things got crazy so the more and more like things started to happen the more it was just like you're getting in my head and i i need to step back a little bit more i need to not like pay attention to the fact that you're oh you're putting me on your social media woo yay you know but it was more to the story and it was just like okay well I can't be more than business with you because I see the way you treat other people and I see the way, you know, that's gonna happen to me. So we've always kept a pretty interesting distance very much. So
0: ladies, what do you want to happen? Like, first of all, let's just live our realities. We're probably far off from twirling at a bar for still uh, some time yet, but like, what is your hope?
2: Um, for, Chicago, yeah, a perf-
0: for Chicago, for the scene,
2: for Boys Town or whatever. In a perfect world, they would hire more uh, POC, uh, AFAB people in management, uh, just simply because these are the things that this community is missing, and to have someone run and manage a bar, they need, it. it that bar is seen through their lens, you know, what they're, imagination what they can think of as a bar so um i think it's time to switch around management for sure because uh all these little white boys running around playing uh play pen they gotta go Mm -hmm. like it's that's over because these managers are immature and they're grown there's no reason you should be 35 acting like this and we
4: definitely gotta get some black people some black performers on headline weekend time slots like until apparent I, I think i heard until lucy started her show um we didn't have a black headliner weekend slot like in boys at all.
2: yeah mm-hmm. so um, enough of that we also need more uh Black people as DJs, considering that uh, Boystown has decided to snuff out uh, Black-made music, even though they love Black-made music, they decided that Mm -hmm. uh, rap is too much for them. What Um, is that shit? Like, honestly, you know, this took me back to when
0: I was growing up in central Illinois, and I remember a radio station, 101.5, and and their, like, tagline was, like, no rock or rap. It's like, what is it with, what is this vendetta? That the uh, Midwest has against fucking
3: rap music, racism. Yeah, very yes. <laughs> bad word. Very bad.
0: Um. Uh, okay. Well, listen. It, it, I we would have we would be remiss if we did not bring in the fourth Kool Aid. Oh, oh God. No. Here uh, go. She uh <laughs> she she said she she made sure that she told me uh. That you all would know what she was saying, um, oh, but it's a pre-recorded message. She didn't want to be seen with the Kool-Aid girls. Oh my god! <laughs> she couldn't make it. But this is a message from uh, from Baby Kool-Aid, sent to us uh, by. I believe she's got her own messenger. I believe feel like she's living a very very I feel posh. newer than mine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 let's just see, Baby Kool-Aid. Welcome to the show.
1: love to hear it (laughs)
3: amazing and that's
0: literally what she said that's all she had to say
2: wow uh, she she
3: Uh,
0: said she said that you you would all know what what she meant the
2: words just so so poignant
0: (laughs) damn
3: (laughs)
1: Tony don't be shady she has more Instagram followers than both of us together. Listen I unfollowed her because she didn't follow me back
0: (laughs) I was like I don't don't know
1: that dog I don't fucking know that dog (laughs) Baby Kool-Aid follows me so I'm still
0: (laughs) The still here. The maybe, the, maybe she didn't want to be seen with any of us. What a what a <laughs> bitch. Uh listen, we're gonna take a, a quick break. When we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back.
1: Tony Soto Show.
0: All right, we are back with the show. Oh my goodness, what a good time this has been. Uh Early. listeners. We do these questions every week. So if you'd like your questions, concerns, comments, or critiques read on The Tony Soto Show, please go to thetonysotoshow.com and just leave us a question. It's in a messenger little thing right at the top, right below my beautiful picture. Uh, Very easy to find. Who's gonna start us off with uh, our first questions of this week?
4: I think I'm gonna take care of this one. Uh, I have some feelings some strong feelings towards this one so uh the question is what are you going to do when trump wins in november and you know frankly uh either way we're gonna have a sexual predator in office um because they like both trump and biden both have a long history of like really dark you know you know a really dark history, and also like Biden is a centralist, Trump is you know awful, either way, the left is not gonna get anything that we really want, so really, what are we all gonna do as America to kind of like push forward, and like we can work state wise like we can try to get like more democratic like strong left wing like leaders and power like state-wise but you know we really just gotta stick it out for four years and then power through and make stronger like better decisions on who we get through the primaries period.
2: No, nah, mama, I'm moving to Canada. Y'all got me fucked up. <laughs> yeah.
4: They don't want you, girl. They, say they you got to apply, girl. <laughs>
1: and, going and nobody soon. here is wearing a mask. They're not going to accept any of our applications <laughs> over there. They're gonna be like, no, you guys are all sickly. You don't know what a mask is. Like, no
0: one wants Americans. I just, yeah, I just read an article. Uh, I think it was in the New York Times about the EU when they open up travel again. They're like, no, United States people, y'all are fucking gross.
1: That's what uh, I was thinking yeah. about. I was like, w- nobody's gonna want to come here, and we're not gonna be allowed to go anywhere.
0: Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, there is. Uh, I feel honestly, and look, I I talk more politics on the Gay Power half hour, but however. I can openly look at the scene right now and how Trump has squandered on basically everything he's done. Uh, And I can see the window of his opportunity for a second term closing. However, don't count him out. He's a crook. And uh, I'm not happy with Biden either, but vote Biden. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I wanted Warren. Okay. I wanted Warren. All right. But no, y'all hate your moms. Okay, that's what it is. Y'all just hate your moms. And so you can't be looking at someone that looks like your mom and sounds like your mom telling you that you can't be spending <laughs> any money. That's the last person you want telling you you can't spend any money is your mother. So that's what it is. Like she only wanted thing.
4: Medicare for All after, after Bernie Sanders. You know,
0: so. <laughs> you know. look, I don't care. Bernie, Bernie wasn't right in 2016 and he wasn't right now. So, or in 2006 and he wasn't right now. So I love the progressive standpoint. I love uh, I love a good idea of socialist values. However, you know, we're it's, angsty. Not gonna, it's not going to run this country anytime soon. As <laughs> the
4: young are so angsty, we're over it.
0: <laughs> Is Bernie's, uh, poli- I mean, listen, Bernie's got a lot of candidate. Bernie's got a lot of supportive candidates that are running right today. Like today, uh, like Kentucky and all, you know, there's a lot of elections mm-hmm. coming, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, the mouthpiece can't be Bernie, though. That's the problem. So, And at this point, you know, it has to be Biden. So <laughs> this is where we are. Um, are you political, Miss Chloe?
3: Next question, please. <laughs> 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 Next caller, please. Uh, I'm, only, I'm very political about uh, the food served at Popeye. That's as political <laughs> as you can get me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh i love it be
1: like classic or spicy oh spicy,
0: spicy. oh, oh of day. course spicy with the, with the with the with the uh the with the uh mashed potatoes and then if you're feeling bougie you get the green beans oh um, no
3: see I and extra say biscuits side of macaroni and cheese and if you're feeling bougie you get the um i think the cheesecake pie Oh, no, I'm I always a cheesecake pie. I'm getting those Lady fried girl. apple pies! I like those fried apple pies, I'm that'll sorry. do too. Yeah, I,
1: I'll sometimes <laughs> order Popeyes just to order a handful of those. <laughs> I always get extra biscuits, that's my uh, that's my guilty pleasure.
0: All right, well, this
1: got shameful real quick.
0: Um, uh, it's not even talking about my order at Popeyes. All right, this next question is from Julie. It says, The chick. Uh, that Chicago tea was delicious. And talking about it on both your shows was just the right amount of petty. <laughs> My question why do you say not to cancel T Rex? Um, here's why I say. Who that. said that? Who said that? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> Who said
2: that. I said, I said that. Well, well, listen, said listen, listen,
0: listen. I said that. But listen, this was before the town hall. So like I talked about this scenario before the town hall happened because like at that point everyone was like because I was getting shit on Twitter and emails being like um, what did she do what did she do what did she do what did she and I was like I was like why does it have to be one specific thing that she's done she's been around for a long fucking time messing shit up so and I've been saying and like listen I've been at that helm for a long time saying that um, mm-hmm. but like. When she got called out by Lucy on Twitter, and then she, uh, after given 72 hours to respond, she took only five. And I was like, girl, at least take 24. Um, show us that you're thinking. You know, show us that you're, like, planning something out. Don't show us something that you had pre-written already. It looks fucking cheap. But before the town hall meeting I was like look give her a chance to atone and to apologize who knows you know like we can't just up and cancel people immediately but then I saw her drunk on the fucking town hall and I was like oh no girl no sorry bitch you know you dug your hole sorry like you don't come in and say when when you're asked by the moderator uh can you do that and she and you you can't
2: say well if that's what it takes
1: what about when the moderator had to say, you should just say, sorry?
2: <laughs> that was wild. And then she still didn't say sorry. And she didn't. She just, and then she 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 just went, yes.
0: Just- she, she went, yes. That's it. She didn't even say the words. So, so here's my thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, everyone is very quick to cancel without knowing. The, th- this was the question I kept getting. Why, why are we canceling her? Why are we canceling her? I was like, first of all, I'm not going to be the one to say cancel trying to correct i feel like i've tried for years and i feel like no one's been listening so um now that everyone else is caught
1: up my opinion matters y'all can suck it you know what i mean fuck all that shit well Um, i mean you make a point too it's like we should there has to be like a point where they're like you know people have to grow and stuff so we have to like let her speak but yeah she didn't speak and she she, still hasn't spoken and that's fucked up and shitty but listen, she's. And that's why she is canceled now.
0: <laughs> I don't feel like she's taken a big enough hit on the social media. though. Like, I, she's she's gone down a little bit, but I don't think it's gone down enough, in my opinion. Um,
2: um, yeah, I think people are just waiting for her to say something at this point.
0: What? what okay. Well, here's my question What could she
2: say? Like,
0: honestly, she I could don't think say, that she
2: has anything to say. I think that people are just waiting to hear her say something.
3: <laughs> but the only thing she could say that's going to, like, actually mean something to people. It's like, hey y'all, um, how you doing? Um, I got my plane ticket back to Florida. That's <laughs> about it. Like, Maybe. there's nothing else you can say. You've literally burned every single bridge in this city. It's like, what more do you have left besides God. being the barista?
0: And just and just go to Florida, girl. Don't make us or these cities play hot potato with your ass because I don't sure. work in WeHo, so I, I don't know that it would faze
1: me much. But LA is crowded.
3: I wouldn't allow I mean, that.: to I don't think.: in her
1: city. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say I don't think people would here would let that happen. I think um, the allegations that were made against her are definitely strong enough to make sure she wouldn't be able to make it anywhere too big.
0: And you know, the honest
1: and, and here's where I
0: honestly feel like I, I should atone for a little bit, because I, I can't believe that I remember, I remember vividly that story, but I did not remember that story until Shea Khle said it. Like when Shea Coulee said it, I was like, oh my God, that fucking did happen. Like, how is it that that completely just, I mean, I can remember every time she yelled Jew on the, on the microphone, but like, that, I don't know, made me feel bad, felt bad. Sorry that she called and we were mean to her on the phone. We were mean to her, we were mean to her. I yelled at her. I told her she was wrong for FaceTime and sorry, Shay.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're so great. Damage you control, have, uh,
0: Tony uh, oh, Soto. Spiral. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks.
0: <laughs> thanks for that cameo, Queen. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, okay, so are you. Oh, uh, it's my turn. Yeah. Am I doing that? We're oh, doing but the She's last canceled question? now, though. Let's put a button on it. She's canceled now. She's canceled. We can. Okay, it's period. Yeah. We can just start calling her Ben. Hang
2: it up. Let's scream. Um,
1: um, Okay, so now it's my turn. Peter writes, is, is it just me or is everyone else okay with no pride parade this year? Yes, Peter, we all are okay. There is a pandemic. People should not be <laughs> having a parade right now. Stay home. <sighs> like you, a dead lot. ass. People cannot <sighs> put a mask on at a protest. We're not going to throw a parade and let people buffoon around. First of all, uh, the, the Kool-Aid
0: girls live in Chicago, which has... In my opinion, the most chaotic pride uh, known to the country. Because I've I just remember distinctly being on the corner of um, Belmont and Halstead, in front of what was former was Spin at the time, but mm-hmm. I don't know it's a chicken place now or, or something. So, um, like, phone.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Phone.
0: Um, And I just remember being so crowded and seeing a woman pushing a stroller and thinking what an idiot because you could just see the windows of spin like vibrating and I was like at any point this could just give (laughs) like like you took your life in your hands every time you went to Pride in
2: Chicago uh, yeah Pride in Chicago is really just like a hectic experience and everyone is dehydrated and Oh, I'm just so glad we're not doing it this year because, like, I swear I lose like 10 pounds just running around with a suitcase and pads, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, trying I to love perform it. to the in the, in these like impossible weather conditions, <laughs> like next to the lake. Mm. It's awful. But you know what? Um, we've been dealing with a lot more this year, so the stress has just balanced yeah, out a lot elsewhere. More things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Abby, Abby, mm.
4: do you want to talk about the um the project you did? I mean that um that Space uh, uh, Alliance and Food Depository
2: was working hmm. on. Uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but the
4: uh, trans- we- <laughs> sorry the the um there's no pride until it without.
2: Oh person. no! Uh, no pride, no justice is a uh a project that me and the team of a Queer Pride have started to raise money for uh, different charities. Uh, We do three charities each round and we raised about $2,000. It's a funly uh, situation. So if y'all go to my page at Bambi Banks Kool-Aid on Instagram, you'll see the No Justice, No Pride in Rainbow Colors. And each time we get to a next that we add a new um, panel. So if you guys want to donate, please uh, go to at Bambi Banks Kool aid on Instagram and you will find the funly right there. And it's usually in my, my story as well.
3: Aww, I I love love that. Oh work. my work. God. And I think and honestly do- what? They can take they can take a break from Pride this year. I think uh, we need to focus on these things. Gays don't deserve pride. They, they don't because, because I, I cannot tell you first the video of somebody acting up at a black lives matter march um in heels showing their ass so it was like you definitely don't need any type of pride this year but also <laughs> reading like being on twitter and seeing what people think pride is it's like you need a moment to like sit and think about what you think pride is because if this is what you think it is which is like going out, being naked, and fucking in the streets. That's not what pride is. <laughs> so you can take a break this year because you obviously care more about that than you care about the injustice that's happening in this world right now. So they can take a fucking break. They can do Molly at home in the bathroom, you bunch of coke faggots, okay?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
1: I haven't even really heard that many people be upset about pride. there no being a pride parade. Oh, so, if your bitch. friend is upset, then you should not be friends with them.
3: Girl, I mean, like, but, pandemic. but, you know, there's Get a Twitter all. You'll see it. All. There's oh, Gaborhood
2: Townies. I'm deep in Twitter. Do there's, not worry. There's,
0: there's Gabriel Hood Townies, you know, people who, like, live in, uh, and around the, I'm sure there's people in WeHo. That's, like, listen, that's why WeHo want, and wanted to, like, do, a capitalize on the Black Lives Matter movement and have a little pride solidarity march, but not work with Black Lives Matter. Like, it's a fucking crazy world. Well, listen, Kool-Aid gals, I think it was a good time to have you on the show. I think it was a lot of fun. Did y'all have a good time? Yes, absolutely. I did. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for having yes. us. Well, Kenzie, coming. Kenzie, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on the social media?
4: Yes, you can find me at Kenzie Kule, um at Vimeo, Cash App, Instagram. Um it's K E N Z I E C O U L E E period period. The
2: so. oldest bitch. <laughs> oldest bitch. And, uh, the prototype baby. <laughs> she is the prototype. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Bambi Banks. <laughs> uh you can find me at like I said Uh, Bambi Banks Kool-Aid on Instagram Venmo and Cash App as well and it's Bambi Banks on Twitter Um, and Bambi.Banks1 at gmail.com for PayPal just in case my Canada folks want to you know drop some coin period it's Uh, Chloe Yes, and you can find me on Venmo and
3: PayPal at Chloe Coulet. It's the same thing for Twitter and for Instagram. And if you have any special needs, you can definitely go to Craigslist. I'm still there. Find the back pages. Um, but yes, um, please. Please. Those guys shut Simi down, lady. girl.
2: Yeah. It's Look, now. you Look, lost I your started, job, baby.
3: <laughs> I started off on Craigslist, girl. It went from the corner to Craigslist to the clubs. There's a process here. Yes. Okay. Yes. I yes. know my uh, Double list. I this is not about me right now. We
1: <laughs> <worked>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel mean, like we have learned something today, Maxwell. Tell people where they can find you. Um, I've been getting a lot better at pole dancing, so you can see me on Instagram twirling on my pole at Maxwell Esposito. Why are you making that face? How's your splits going, Tony? About as good as your ball dancing. <laughs> you look graceful. You look great,
0: I have notes. That's all. I have notes. I have notes.
1: I wasn't asking either. for notes on this one.
0: I know, but I always have them. I can't help it. I no? can't, like, not have notes.
1: Well, send me a picture of your splits. I'll send you notes and a Venn diagram, okay? Ah! <laughs> Did
0: you tell people where you're what? at?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm at Maxwell Esposito. I live here. Like, you know where I'm at, guys. If you don't, (laughs) you're new and welcome. (laughs) At Maxwell Esposito. That's my Venmo, too, since everybody else is drawing it. Um, Guys, if you... If you
0: like The Tony Soto Show, please find us, uh, our iTunes page, and subscribe, and like it, and rate it, and all that, whatnot. Um, uh, I also do the Gay Power Half Hour every week with my good Judy Casey Lie anywhere podcasts are streamed. I'm also doing weed reviews, guys, that you can find on my YouTube page at The Tony Soto Show. Um, oh, announcement, Millennial Moments are coming back. Oh we're yeah, going, We're going to go back into a safely distant production and Let's we're go. going to bring back some uh, millennial moments with Maxwell. Uh, I am the Tony Soto show on everything. That is also Venmo and Cash App and PayPal. Oh shit, gotta say it. Learn the Words Bitch turns five July 6th. At 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Zoom. You have to like learn the words, bitch, on Instagram to get the code. Our special guest judges are going to be Naomi Smalls and Kim Chi. So it is going to be a very good time celebrating five years of me
1: and my amazing show. Uh, that and I will be assisting with. Of course. Yes, man. Amazingly. So, I'll nice. be amazingly assisting at the amazing show. Yeah. It'll be amazing. You're amazing. Until next amazing. week. Amazing. Bye. 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 Bye.